Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Average Jays podcast. Boom, boom. I am Jay Justin Ruiz. And I am Jay Jeremy Francois. Boom. Today is August 9th in the year of our Lord, 2022. So we have a, a heavier docket than usual, but a lot of really good stuff. It's a lot more meat in your burger. Yeah. It'll, it'll really stick to them ribs, you know? <laughs> the meat sticks to our ribs. Yeah, it'll stick to your ribs, you know. It, it'll 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 give you that warm, cozy feeling. True. So, <laughs> as a disclaimer for our first couple of topics, we typically try not to get too political, but this time around in our world and U.S. news, we are going to have some slight politics coming in. So, right off the bat, very first one, Jay, would you like to take that one? Yes, I will. I. I don't want to mispronounce this. So the murder of Amari Arbery, the murderers are sentenced to life. Uh, they're the Mc, McMichaels. Is that if that's how you pronounce it? The McMichaels? Yeah, I think so. McMichael. Yeah. So they were sentenced to death. I was actually trying to look up and not death. Sorry. Life. Life in prison. I was trying to look up. Because I never understood because they always say life in prison. So I believe the father mm-hmm. was supposed to go to jail for life in 10 years, which I don't understand what how much life is because life to me means forever. No, but there is like a there's a year count on it. I think it's like 60 years or something. Got there it. is a year count, but I don't I don't know the exact. Got it. Amount. And the other one got life and then seven years. Oh, life plus seven. Life plus seven. And the other was life plus uh, 10. Mm. which I, I to be honest just to r- say it off the bat like i'm happy that they come to this conclusion i don't follow the story way too closely to wonder i've just been wondering why it took so long to get to this point mm. but i'm sure there's a lot of i i don't say like hurdles to go through when it comes to uh making these decisions and then you got uh, a lot of people involved when it comes to investigating and all that but when when i have like me as a person, when I see something, especially as evidence, mm-hmm. and it's not like something that was filmed, like, like you know, for movies and TV shows, this was something that was l- recorded. We saw what happened. And it's like, why wasn't the decision made sooner? But besides that point, uh, I, we got justice. We got accountability for this. What sucks is that I, I believe his name is Travis uh, McMichael. Yep. The, um, when they made the decision... Uh, the father, I believe that's him. I can't. I'm trying to find the person's name. So, can you remind me? Travis McMichael is the younger. Is one. the younger one. His father is Gregory. Gregory. Gregory was that. was the former police officer. Yes. So he, they both apologized to the family, which I don't. I don't know if it, I didn't watch a video or, or see any, or you know, I read the article on it. I just didn't watch a video. I didn't know if it was genuine or not. But even if it was genuine. The response that Aubrey's father said was just like, you still went outside and brought a gun and you still murdered him because he was black. And I think that's very true. Because if you wanted to be a good Samaritan and apprehend someone, you apprehend them. You don't just go and shoot this person, no matter what color they are. Yeah, it's, you know, this person wasn't doing anything. Just running, doing their normal rounds. Yeah, Ahmad, Ahmad was literally just running like jogging, exercising. It wasn't anything like 
I, I don't even know, like incriminating or anything like that. But these, it was three of them. It was Travis, Gregory, and then a neighbor. Brian, I forget his last name. William Brian. William Brian. Brian, right? Um, in that uh, decision, they, I didn't finish the article, but they were saying that he shouldn't have the same sentence because when he left his house, he didn't bring a weapon. But I think it's a little, it's a little weird for me because it's like you still went out there and helped them. Did, like I don't know what the the words were that were exchanged um, when this all happened. Like I said, I wasn't following the, mm -hmm. this whole thing closely, but in the video, I don't recall hearing oh like shoot him or do like you know what I mean. Like I'm just seeing like this guy was here and he helped the the father and son do this, commit this crime. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's a little iffy. I would have to do more research and see why he shouldn't get life as well. But um, I'm I'm just happy they got to this point. Um, but this should this should, this is good for for when it comes for uh, hate crimes. But I think if this can get escalated to when police officers do this to black men or black people or people of color, because like we're not seeing that accountability for as much as we should. And I mm -hmm. think just recently too, uh, Rihanna Taylor, uh, I believe they only got slapped with fines. And I was just like, they still broke into this house. And then they made a law saying, oops, I just knocked my mic. They, they made a law saying like, you can't just barge into home. But I'm like, you still murdered this woman, this young lady. So, I guess um, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Like, I do see some sort of progression, but I don't know. It's just, it's just me. I just feel yeah. weird about it. I, I mean, to your point, I'm happy that this is kind of like a step in the right direction for accountability. Um, I'm also, I join you in like being a little confused as to why it took so long. I mean, they were arrested back in... I think 2020. Yeah, it was, it was when was yeah, it was, was in 2020. Started. No, wait. When the pen, when it happened, it was I think in February. But then the video was released when the pandemic hit. I think it was yes. like March to May or something like that. But so took long. The the incident happened on February 23. They were arrested three months later because the video like going viral. And then all three men were convicted in November 2021 of murder in, like, the state court. So it just took so long, like, for these sentencings to happen. I don't understand. I mean, again, I'm not a... You're not in the law system. A like, lawyer. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Yeah, I'm not in the like, legal system, but... It take too long when you have the evidence there. Like, what is yeah, there to but, defend, you know? Yeah, in this situation specifically, I don't understand why this was like, I don't know why this took so long. We also don't know what's happening behind closed doors. I mean, 100%. recently, everything is very red or blue, right? It's politically charged. So we don't know if there's people tying this up on the back end or trying to have their sentences reduced. You know, they themselves could have been talking with people to, like, you know, their representation to try and get deals or whatever it may be. So who actually knows? But 
all in all, I do think it's a good step in the right direction for accountability. Now, where this leaves us with these incidents happening, mm-hmm. I hope that this is something where it shouldn't happen in, to begin with. 100%. But I'm hoping that this is, again, another step in the right direction to make these things happen either less frequently or not at all. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. So that's happening. I'm happy that this actually came about and is we're we're seeing repercussions to people's actions right yeah and we and we spoke about it uh, spoke about it in our last episode uh definitely accountability is something that needs to happen like i said i'm not trying to be all like you know justin said it earlier i don't want to be super political about it i'm not like against policing or police in general but if police do something that is clear they should be held accountable because they're not above the law they are the law Right. So if they do something wrong, the law has to take care of that. Um, For when it comes to that, we have a long ways to go because there's a lot of knots in that bush, if that makes sense, because that's that just sounds messy. And I I don't know if that makes (laughs) sense, but that sounds messy in itself. But yeah, yeah, I hope things get better from there when it comes to things like this. Yep. So. Continuing on with this political thread here, we have two pieces of news concerning former President Trump. Apparently, there are photos that allegedly show White House documents that former President Donald Trump tried to flush down the toilet. So there are some photos that have been released. Uh, New York Times journalist Maggie Haberman claims in her upcoming book that during Trump's presidency, White House staff would find wads of paper clogging toilets. And on Monday, Haberman released what she says is is photo evidence of Trump's destruction of documents in the bathroom. So I'm looking at it. They look like, you know, notes and and documents that people like have written on or whatever and then tossed in the toilet. That's like a huge no-no. I feel like, you know, why? That's very like you see it in movies and TV. It's like. You did something bad. <laughs> yeah, and now you're trying to get rid of it all. Like, y- no, mm-mm. that's not how that works, sir. And, you know, this is, again, we're talking about accountability. There's no reason why that should be happening. You want to know what's crazy, right. too? And I remember this vividly. Talking about when he was president and they were talking about climate change. It's very, I don't know if it's ironic or the toilet came back to bite him in the ass kind of a thing. He blames flushing the <laughs> toilet for the reasons yeah. why climate change uh, is happening. And I was like, what? And I think he wanted to limit every household to like one flushing I once. Re- so that means he wasn't pooping <laughs> as much as he was. I remember hearing about that and I was just like, what? Like, I remember that being a thing. Yeah, like, that was a thing for like, a, it was like a week. Yeah, him him linking flushing to like <laughs> climate change or global warming or whatever rising it still the ocean makes him levels. Look bad like, he was causing cli- you know climate change, <laughs> like he was part of the problem, but he didn't see the irony in it. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically everyone that uses the bathroom would be part of the problem. No, there. no, but like you're right, but like for him, he didn't see it. Yeah, oh. he wasn't he, he wasn't sticking with his one flush a week. <sighs> I yo, it's so dumb. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, 
So sticking with President Trump, uh, on Monday, so yesterday, his house was, was it Monday? Uh, what's today? Yeah, I think so. I think it was yesterday, yeah. yeah. So Trump's Mar-a-Lago house in Florida was raided by the FBI. They had a warrant, and they went in, opened his safe. They Obviously, the details have not been like leaked to the public yet, but they have an ongoing investigation of President Trump and what was going on during his uh, during his presidency. So they went in there with a warrant and raided his stuff, just like a... I mean, to be honest, it's, it's like a domestic terrorism thing. They went in, raided it, took a bunch of stuff, and now we're going to find out what's what's really going on. Um, what bothers me is there's a lot of people in the Republican camp that I saw, um, like in the new, in yeah. like Fox News yeah. and, th- and things like that. They were like crying, like crying tears. Yeah. And it's like they were taking it as such a personal attack on themselves or a personal attack on like I'm individual done. freedoms. Yes. And I feel like people forget like individual freedoms, no matter who you are, president or non-president, black, white, Christian, Muslim, it doesn't matter who you are. Individual freedoms go out the door when you are being investigated for a crime mm-hmm. and when you're being investigated for a federal crime. Yes, you have freedoms and you have rights to representation. But if they go through the correct legal channels like the FBI did, obviously, to get this warrant, there's nothing you can do. There's oh. no being sad and crying these crocodile tears because yeah. what like this is this is nonsense. They didn't do anything to him. They raided his place because they think that there might be some evidence there of him, you know, stashing some stuff and not releasing information or trying to destroy some information. So if he did that, he is the bad guy. Yeah. No matter what that. Uh, not to cut you off. Uh, I was going to ask, this is part of the investigation, right? Of the uh, January 6th? Or I believe so. This is all yeah. one big part. Of, okay. I was just, I wanted to make sure. But yeah, you're 100% right on that. Like, once you're you've done something wrong, yeah, that goes out the window. And all these these news outlets that are just saying defund the police is like that. Now you're using the terms for the wrong reasons. It's it's the boy who cried wolf or whatever other metaphor you can use. Like, the guy did something bad. We need to get a. We need to get to the point where we don't look away from. The situation yeah he did something bad and it's just because you're in again it gets political because just because you're in the same party that services your own individualism quote unquote but then puts other the other uh parties or beliefs down yeah because the way i look at it is would you be shedding tears if they did this to hillary clinton Right? No, no, no one. No, would. One, no would. one on Fox News would well, give a crap. Definitely, no that one that on happened. Fox News. Like these are people, and and you know what? Liberal media is um, a victim of this as well. Hundred oh, percent. Everyone really like you know there are sides to taking issues, but everyone has this personal attachment to their political party, which is super weird. It is. It's like a. It's it's like a Super Bowl. Like you choose your team, and you're. You're sticking to the guns of what team 
um, that you're with. Yeah. And then it's just like, you take it personal, but I'm like, this is our livelihood. Yeah. Like you can't take these things personal. Like no one came into your home. That guy is nothing to you. Yeah. He's just a guy that you align with. Sure. But like nothing happened you. to you. This person is under investigation for federal offenses and domestic terrorism. What in that sentence really makes you want to align with this person? Like, but to them, it's, it's just because it's, of the uh, name liberal. Donald Trump. Yep. People are just rallying behind it. Yeah. And it's really scary. Like, this is a cult leader to the max. Like, it, people having this admiration and undying loyalty. Like, you know, people to this day are still saying, like, the election was rigged and, you know, he was, it was stolen from him. It, why? Why? Why are we so attached to this individual? Because it's not the party. It's not like the Republican Party. It's not like the conservative notions. It is this individual that people are so attached to. And it's it's not good. Whether he was, you know, liberal or uh, Republican or conservative, rather. You know, this is just not a good attachment to have to a human being. It's not. But yeah, we can... I think we we squashed it right there because we know. Yeah. But yeah, hundred percent right on that. So rolling from one presidency to another, this past Sunday, the Senate passed legislation that would make the the most significant federal investment in history to counter climate change and lower the cost of prescription drugs. The measure would allow the U.S. to cut greenhouse gas emissions roughly in half by 2030 and would inject more than 370 billion dollars into climate and energy programs so big hell yeah because we need the earth to get better because it's you know what not i'm 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 gonna i agree with you but my feelings Mm -hmm. are gonna stay pessimistic because how many times have we gotten promises like this like the, things are signed. Yes, that's great. Like things are signed. Like we're gonna get it. But they're like by 2030. By the time 2030 comes, and if I don't see anything, that's gonna be upsetting because this the, the news at this point in time. Like now we're just flashbacking, but flashing forward, it's just moot. Because no, you know this entire country is feeling this crazy heat wave. California is still burning over there. And don't forget Australia. That this is not just affecting the country. This is affecting the entire world. So I still feel like we're talking. We signed something. We put some moolah into it. And I know climate change takes time, but I need to see something concrete. And that's going to be five years. <laughs> you got to remember our biggest, our biggest issue. Well, one of our biggest issues with climate with climate change and emissions is cars, vehicles, transportation. You know, how long is it going to take to systematically remove like fossil fuel burning cars? It is true. You know, Um, like, yeah, we don't have the infrastructure still, you know, after what, three decades of having the electric car, like really being put in the mainstream, we still don't have a real infrastructure in place for it yeah there's no tax or government incentives to own uh electric cars just kind of like your prerogative yeah so it's i i don't know i mean there's also production and like in industrial stuff and 
manufacturing and that contributes a lot of greenhouse gases. So the only issue that I have, like, yes, I'm happy that this is getting passed and money is getting put into hopefully like really good research to see what we can do. But in terms of manufacturing, not only in the US, but around the world, like these companies, most of the time just have to pay a fine for emitting too much. And like the fi- the fines are typically like, yeah, maybe they're a couple million dollars, yeah. but that, that's it's pennies to them. You know what I mean? Like it's easier to pay the fine. You're paying the fine, but you're still doing the thing that's damaging the planet. Yeah. And like it's easier for them to pay the fine than it is for them to put money towards changing how they do things. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like there's a lot of things. And I and I strictly speak of New York, and I'm sure there are other cities, states, whatever that do this. When I see like the MTA buses, like when they're like they're hybrid buses. Like I, I but we've had this for a long time. How many places are doing this? Um, I know you got yeah. the Tesla cars that are now being popular. Like I'm starting to see more of those. But and what else? Uh, Rivian, the company that's I believe supposed to just simply run on electricity for like garbage trucks. I know like garbage trucks or the car- the company that does garbage are were ordered those those types of trucks. So I was like, that's cool, okay. but like we need to do more. Yeah, yeah, there needs to be big changes. Yeah, like sure. what made me happy too, and I wrote this in my Napoleon uh, from the Machine story. Like um, in the future, we. I don't have this optimistic view of our future where it's all glistening and white pearl cities and whatnot, even in the near future of like 2090 something like in the future. And this is my imagination. We do, we start to get into climate change. Like I saw recently that in some of the Bronx homes, they're starting to put home uh, solar panels in the project buildings, which is great. Cause I've been thinking, mm-hmm. and you know, what bugs me. A 12-year-old Jay thought of this. Obviously, I didn't have the smarts and the and the monies and the connections to tell this to people. But pe- again, I'm a little black boy that no one cares about uh, at that point in time. So, oh, I care about you, Jay. Thanks. Um, the fact that this is being implemented now made me happy. But it's like we're at the cusp where it's going to get to the point where it's too late. Like the water's filling up on the cup and it's going to overflow and we're going to destroy ourselves. Yeah. In that example, it's a little bittersweet because it almost seems like a common sense thing. Like why weren't there solar panels on there? To why are we with, not harnessing know? the power of the sun? Not to sound like Dr. Uh, Doc Ock and Spider-Man too, but, um, but it's true. Why not use the energy that's already hitting us? You know, like, yeah. it's ridiculous. And we know it's and like, the, and that's the thing that bugs me. It's like, not to roll it back to our previous topic, but we know Trump is doing bad things. We know that we're doing bad things by picking up stuff on the ground that should have stayed buried that is harming the planet. Why do you keep doing this? And I know, and then at the, and then just to quote you again, it's always the almighty dollar. And that's a God that we need to stop servicing. Yes, yeah. money is good, but when it comes to the, to our lives as humanity, yeah, we should do things. I don't want to say for free, but at the kindness of your heart. We we should do things that are better for humans as a whole rather than the individual, because that's what's happening. Because yep. you got to remember, this is all tied up in politics as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lobbyists on both sides. There's money being spent more so on in the industry side, because that's really where the money is. And they don't want to 
pay taxes. They want to do things on the cheap, right? They want to do things on the cheap. They want to just keep emitting because that's how it's always been. That's how it's the easiest. But, you know, at some point, like you said, the cup's going to overflow. And we have things that are issues like uh, like a week ago, I read that 90% of the ocean's plankton is like gone. Yeah, and, and that, but that story's been talked about for years now, and that's not that's grown. I remember like yeah. 70, 80 back back then. So now we're we're hitting a very critical point because once that's gone, then the food chain starts to collapse. Right? What do we do? What do we do at that point? Right? Before it was save the bees. You remember when the bee population was in such a dire need? It still is, by the way, because it's yeah. not back. And but the media is not covering that. And that's another <laughs> issue. We're not telling people the things that like remember Ukraine was such a big thing. We barely hear about the Ukraine. Yeah. The last thing I heard about was yesterday that we gave more money to them. Yeah. And that's it. But they're still fighting over there. There's still a war going on. Like Russia is still invading the Ukraine. But you know what? It's it sucks because people care so much about the individual, right? And it's easy to care about the individual because it's you. It it's your life and it matters right then and there. Right. We are complaining about gas prices, right? Gas prices are back on the uh, like lowering. They were over five dollars in some places of the country, but Mm -hmm. now it's steadily going back down. There are people in the Ukraine that are fighting for their lives for no reason, for no reason. They woke up one day and got raided and now they are trying to stay alive. They don't care about gas prices or their credit score. You know what I mean? They (laughs) care about living day to day and seeing their families. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's scary that we are letting the individual come before the whole. Yeah. So, you know, with these things getting passed, you know, with mainstream media covering different aspects that the world needs to work on, hopefully we start opening our eyes and going towards the the correct direction. Yes. And then another little good note, just going back to um, a topic that we have covered before. Colorado is dropping sales tax from menstrual products and diapers. So, yeah. you know, I know we've talked about this before about... That was a European country we talked about it specifically, too. Yeah, a European country completely making menstrual and um, hygiene products for women free. I believe it was covered by insurance, but I could be wrong. But, you know, something that we've talked about before, and now we see Colorado dropping sales tax from... Uh, menstrual products as well as diapers so again another step in the right direction right it's no is this free for everyone to go just pick up at the store no but does it make it a little more affordable and a little more accessible for all yes i think though it's it's a step in the right direction i feel like we keep talking about steps in the right direction but we keep going back a bit but specifically something like this it does help Financially, there are a lot of women out there that don't have jobs still. Remember, pan- we're still in a pandemic. We're uh, there are a lot of people still with no jobs. So I know you know it seems like old news, but it's still a thing that's happening. Yeah. I I love that you know they're starting there with the taxes. You know taxes when it comes to like these products. I don't know how much they are depending on the state. I think it should be more than state level. It should be federal. I hope it reaches that to a point where. I highly doubt America is ever going to make it free because nothing is free in this country. But if they can just take away something uh, like tax, 
maybe even bring down the price. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So moving away from the world news and all the politics and stuff, now we're going to get into the stuff what you love. we've been, <laughs> the stuff you love, the stuff that you can't live without, the stuff that you are addicted to, but not in a really bad way. What we are reading, watching, or playing. So Jay, yeah, what have you been reading, watching, or playing? So um, I'm trying to read three things at the same time, and I have a lot Oof. of homework to do. So when they announced Daredevil coming back, and they announced mm-hmm. the title of the Daredevil show, Born Again, I was mm-hmm. stoked. I started reading that. I'm like a little over halfway on that. It's really good. It's fr- it's by Frank Miller. Uh, Frank yeah. Miller does have he has his way with words, so I'm just like trying to like absorb as much as I can. But so- to be honest, I'm skipping some of them because I've read it like a long time ago, but I don't remember anything, so I'm just like skipping through stuff. Um, the story about that is about Kingpin ru- finding out Daredevil's true I- true identity, Matt Murdock, and ruining his life before revealing because he hasn't revealed the identity to anyone. He just knows mm-hmm. who it is and just is ruining his life. Took away his practice, messed up his apartment, blew up his apartment, um, and just made him a shell of a man. And Matt Murdock is walking around freezing in New York with $10 in his pocket. It's a good story uh, so far. But um, yeah, that's that's one thing I'm reading. Um, I wanted to read this book for a while, but then Netflix picked up on Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Same. So I read the first three issues. Great. I love the letterer. I don't know if it's the same letterer who's uh, worked on the show that I like. Oh, uh, not show. This book that I like called uh, Deadly Class by Rick Remender. Good book. A good What's the book called? Uh, Deadly Class. It's about a school oh, of Deadly assassins. Class, yeah. Yeah, uh, it takes place I in the eighties, and they made a show about it, but got canceled, so unfortunately. But yeah, I love the lettering of it. I love the colors of, of Paper Girls. So far, I'm still confused. Uh, not confused. I just <laughs> don't know what's happening yet because they're getting. In, I'm already in the part where sci-fi is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued by it. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn is a cool. It's a cool writer. Still haven't read his saga. I've read his other stuff, but I haven't read read that. I read the first issue of Saga, and I was like, oh, snap. But then, and I just, I never read the rest of exactly it. Exactly in the same place as you. I read the first issue, and I was like, I'll wait till more comes out. And he was on hiatus for years. He's just going to go back into it. Oh, wow. I thought it was done. No, no. He, he was, like, on pause for a minute. But, uh, so I'm reading, I'm reading Paper Girl, so I want to kill that. And then the lastly, uh, I spoke to uh, Brian D. Covington. And he asked me if I started reading them. I was like, no, because I'm a very slow reader. Did you, did you finally read it? No, no, I or haven't read it. I, 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 um, I'm, I started reading it, but then like, I was going to spend today doing it, but then I had another. So talking about homework, I have a homework that I need to do. Um, mm. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I have another homework that um, came into my lap. And I was like, damn, I got to do that. So I was working on that before we started recording. But yeah, so far, literally the first few pages of... Uh, Oh, the book is called Between the Ma- Between Magic and Dreams, for you guys listening, uh, by Brian D. Covington. For, go get the first book. If anything, if you can't get the book, get the audiobook and just listen to it. It's great. Yeah, the audiobook is a good time. That's yeah. how I like, I've read I, and listened to it. Yeah, because I read and listened to it at the same time. But when I'm reading it, I take very long to read. And then especially if it's like a little bit of crunch time, because I want to finish it very soon. Um, I started reading it. The first few pages is great because... Uh, 
just seeing um, Quinn, the main character of the story, talking to Tito is just like, like you remember, the, and you know what's crazy? It takes place like maybe two days after the last book. So it's like, oh, wow. yeah. So you like once you finish it, you it just picks off where it left off. Like he, that's still fantastic. Tattered clothing. He's taking a shower in his old room again because they mention a line. He's just like, uh, yeah. Like the line was mentioned that the the clothes that he le- the laundry clothes he left on his bed from the last time. And I was like, that was literally mm-hmm. the first few pages of the last book. So reading that. Yeah, I got to read that. Uh, so then uh, watching, I'm happy I'm caught up on Westworld. Great, great show. Oh, nice. One more episode left. Um, if for those who don't know, Westworld airs on Sundays, but the uh, last episode of this season's on this, this Sunday. So far, so good. I'm loving where it's going, but I'm a little nervous because I'm like something happened to one of the characters that I really, really like. Well, two characters that I really like. And... But I'm not concerned because they're hosts, hashtag robots, that, you know, can come back. Um, so I, I would hope they come back. And in playing, I was playing this game called Tales of Arise for, like, about a year. And I'm going through, like, this tower where I keep running up, but I'm like, there's no end in sight. I'm about to go on YouTube and just watch the ending because I want to play another game on my PS5. And I don't want to just c- jump on it. I'm still playing, like, Ratchet and Clank, but I want to get through this before I commit to Ratchet and Clank. Because a game that I started today, uh, Metro Exodus, <laughs> because I was like, oh, let me just start it. Because it was like, I bought it for like 10 bucks for PS5. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me pop it in. And I just wanted to get it started. So I didn't get far into the game. I just started it so I can play it in the winter. Because I looked at it, it takes place in the winter of Russia. If you ever play it's a long. That's a long game though, isn't it? Yeah, because I played the first two. Well, I played the first one. The second one I didn't finish because I kept dying at a part because I put myself in a weird mm. checkpoint position. So I was just going to go watch the ending on... Uh, but I remember when I committed to it, it was pretty quick to get through. Um, but oh, this, this one... Uh, so the game, the franchise, takes place in Russia in a post-nuclear world where things are mutated. You got big spiders, big weird dogs, mutated bears, and the, the entire country lives underground in the subway system. Uh, hashtag Metro. Oh, that's cool. So I think in this one, Exodus, which from the name, I'm assuming the main character, Archium, wants to go see if there's another other life outside of Russia. Mm. And the game literally, like when I started, the game shows him like in a frozen wasteland because I think it's, it's hitting winter at this point. And I'm like, damn, I think I want to play this when it's cold because I'm like, it's hot and I couldn't enjoy the game. So I want to like sit on the floor and watch, play it. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to finish Tales of Arise. If I can't get to a part, and I'm at a point where I can't heal myself. So, yeah, for mm. those who don't know, it's a JRPG. So it's like, Oof. it's one of those. Um, and then, yeah, yeah that's, that's basically it. That's basically it for all the things that I'm doing. Okay. Um, so for me, yeah. as always, I am illiterate, that's so I'm not reading thing. anything. I'm going to say that every time. Yep. I'm illiterate, so I'm not reading anything, but I do need to listen and read the second book of Between Magic and Dreams. Everyone go check that out. Great first volume. Second book is out. Go check it out. Brian D. Covington, Between Magic and Dreams, friend of the show. Um, so I do need to read that. I'm watching. Um, I picked up One Piece again. Yes. I only had a short break this time. So yeah, back on it. I'm happy about that. <laughs> back back on it. I watched a couple episodes today. I started 
Whole Cake Island? No, not Whole Cake. Zoe. What? That did you finish the the arc? Sorry, I'm like jumping forward. No, oh, no, okay. I have not. Okay. I have not. Okay. Um, they literally just rescued the the princess of the little guys. Oh, okay. Of okay. the Tantata. The Tantatas, yes. Yeah, I haven't finished the the arc yet. Okay. But um, so I'm watching that. I started the office again. This is one of my longest hiatuses that I've had. Yeah, you haven't mentioned it in a while. But I started it again. I'm already on. I started yesterday. I'm on season three. Yeesh. Already. Today, like a little bit before the show, I started season three. I, get, I just crush him. Crush him. You know, and it's crazy because I've watched High Metro Mother so many times and I don't crush him as fast as you do because right now I'm on season seven. And I started it when I had COVID uh, a while Dude, back. I just let it wash over me. Like, just. At the same time, I'm watching. I'm in the middle of Seinfeld. Seinfeld yeah, but Seinfeld is like my going to sleep show, mm. so I don't really pay attention to it. It's just for like noise, so I can hear it as I go to bed. I think that's it in terms of watching. Um, it's funny because I just uh, I was talking to my sister yesterday, mm. and I just went through like a bunch of movies. She's doing this like project thing. She wants to make a movie poster wall thing. Mm. So she asked me to list out like a bunch of good movies. So I went through the gambit and I listed a bajillion movies. And then I checked with IMDb's top 250 movies. And I'm happy to say I've seen a hundred of the top 250 movies rated by IMDb. Nice. And I was like, you know what? Good stuff, Justin. You, you're doing good. You, you know, so I need to. I, I need to watch the other ones <laughs> you know, that are on that list. Me and Andrea, because she bought a book, and it's dated because it's something that they have to update all the time. I think it was like maybe a year or two after. Uh, so Andrea's our best friend, um, and she's into movies as well. She bought a book of all the movies ever, and it's a book that lists all the movies. And she's like, I was gonna it's from A to Z. And she was, That's wild. and I was like, I wanted to do that, but that was before we had to, you know, full-time jobs and have, um, time and bills to pay. So we never That's did intense. that. We never did that, but she yeah. the book and I was like, <laughs> I don't care if the movie's bad. We still got to go through it. Like there was one oh. of those things and I'm, I'm a hundred percent in the future, hopefully soon, like sooner than retirement age. I have the time to do that because I will sit my butt down on the couch on my flat screen holographic screen. Do do you know how many bad movies there are? And it look, and if I've seen the movie, I'll skip it. Unless it's a really yeah. good movie. But like, you know. That's wild. I mean, I that kudos for you guys. That's I can't join you on that mission. The mission? I can do the top the top 250 100%. I'll do that. But all the movies. Well, you already did a hundred, so you only got a hundred. Yeah, exactly. I only got a hundred and fifty <laughs> left. Uh, so then like moving on to door two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> moving on to playing, I finished Paper Mario the other day. Nice. Um, very nice, nice game. It was just fun, and the ending is so cute. It's kind of like a Disney parade. The credits go by, but it's like all the characters are on like floats. And like it's uh, literally a parade, and they're all like waving to you and stuff. It's cute. They're like, "Good job, Justin." <laughs> yeah, basically. And it's yeah. like every character you've met in the game, and they all have themed floats and stuff. Nice. Um, so it's cute. And then I got the 
a couple months ago, because I have the, you know, the switch online. Yes. They gave you um, the Octo expansion for Splatoon 2 for free. Uh-huh. So I started that the other day. It's harder than, like, I was thinking. But I started it the other day, and I was just making my way through each uh, each of the, like, worlds, I guess. And um, I finished it off today. It was it was actually pretty cool. I liked the ending. There was a couple, there was a couple, like, stages in there that was, like, I was beating my head. With like it was taking me like a lot to go through, and I hundred percented it. I did everything, and there's like these little these little thingies that you collect with each one. So I had to go back and collect each freaking one. Uh-huh. Um, so I played that. I finished that up today. Um, I feel like yeah, I've been kind of getting into this this thing where it's like I'm I'm starting to run out of what to play on Switch. So I'm going to have to go back to at least like what I'm interested in right now, because there's all the virtual console stuff. But I think I'm going to make my way back to PlayStation and go through some of the games that I have sitting there, because I think I've I finally hit like a a lull in the Switch library. It's funny you say that, because I was telling my cousin how I'm not really playing games because of like work and stuff and being Mm -hmm. like, you know, not sad. What's the word I was looking for? Not like I'm relaxing, but I'm not decompressing. Cause like today I'm off, but I'm working yeah. like one of those things where I did play today. I'm like happy. I didn't do anything today. So I played, but then it's going to yeah. be a long time before I play again. Like I even, oh, I forgot to mention, I started uh, links awakening cause it was on sale. Started that too. Oh, great game. And, and that's the thing. I keep starting games just to see it. And then I'm like, I don't touch them again. So that's the annoying yeah. part. I want to have more time. Um, but that I'm not going to put my whole life out there. Uh, Cause I don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> but um, like I'm gonna get fired. Um, they love me over there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was, I need to do that, but yes, you should go into the PS4 worlds. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump back in there. So maybe moving PS5. on from video games. What? What'd you say? No, I said maybe PS5. <laughs> <sighs> I wish. I think, I, you, wish. I think you're going to do the Xbox. I don't know. I honestly, I would love either one. Like I'd be down with either one. I just don't have the money for it right now. Um, but yeah, moving on from the gaming screens to the silver screens, um, we have a couple of TV and movie news that we need to cover right off the bat. Um, we want to say our condolences to fans around the world as well as her family. Uh, Olivia Newton-John did pass away yesterday. Complications from her breast cancer. Everyone, I'm sure, remembers her as, um, oh my gosh, I totally forgot her name. Uh, Dude, from Greece. Oh my goodness. You know, it's funny. Before we started recording, I was just telling you. I, we were just talking about you. this. <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh my gosh. Right. I, and I know, I know her name. I know her name. I I'm being that. so dumb. I'm going to make Sandy. Sandy also. Mm. Mm. Sandy from Greece. Yes. So. Yeah, she's passed away. Our thoughts and prayers go out to her family. She will definitely be remembered by... It's got to be everyone. Everyone that's ever seen and loved the uh, the movie Grease. Um, even John Travolta came out and said some very kind words about her passing. So, just as a FYI for everyone, go watch Grease. Fantastic movie. <sighs> Moving into WB, 
first off, I need to I need to talk about WB for a moment, just a moment. Do you? Because I go into it. ever since this merger with WB and Discovery, I feel like WB has been put like has been put on its freaking head. They are slashing things, moving things around, canceling stuff, like left and freaking right. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Because uh, before that merger with the AT and T merger, which I'm happy that happened because we got uh, Zack Snyder cut, but. That's neither here nor there, because we all know Zack Snyder was great. Um, <laughs> I had to just throw that in there. But you're right. They've been hacking away with a machete. But you know what I was happy that they cut off? You know what, you know, you know what I'm going to say? Gotham freaking Knights, that CW show. Thank <laughs> God. No one asked for that. <laughs> Very short-lived. We talked about it last week. It and now from last week... <laughs> From last week to this week, it's been canceled. They filmed a whole season worth, and it's it's canceled. It deserved to be. It deserved not to have been made. But I'm happy it never made it on TV. And it sucks to say for people, the people who worked hard on it. Look, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy you got the job. Blah blah blah. But you knew what you signed up for. You knew it was going to be. No one asked for it. But anyway, yeah. Like, getting, while filming, you have to know that it's going to like nothing against like, you. I'm more against the suits that decided to make this the thing. Yes. I want to see you do more things and be in movies and other great things. But anyway, before I rant. Absolutely. So with this uh, merger with Discovery, so it's Warner Bros. Discovery, the CEO, uh, David Z- Z- Zaslav, Zaslav, he's the CEO. He basically is cutting things up, which, look, it's a bitter, it's a bittersweet thing. There's a lot of things being cut up here. A lot of the CW shows, which I think they had to go because look, Flash has been on TV for too long. Arrow was done a long time ago, but they like a lot of these shows should have been done. Um, they cut off Batgirl, which look, to be honest, they should they should have just released it on on the streaming site. If they were not going to do theaters, they should have they should have just done that at, at the at the least. And look, it, it's not going to have that same traction as like the Zack Snyder cut because no one, it's not like it had a bad version first where people are going to be like stand up for it. Um, I do hope one day it does come to light because I am interested in seeing it. I just know a lot of people are talking bad about it because they're like saying it looks bad, but they're not getting, they're only seeing the behind the scenes images. They're not seeing the actual footage, which is why I hate when people are just jumping to conclusions saying it's a bad movie. Like I saw one comment say it looks very CW, but I'm like, yeah, because that's a behind the scenes pick of the movie that hasn't been color graded <laughs> yet. But that's not I'm not going to rant, but I do hope that one day that comes out. But the actual thing I'm trying to get to is that the CEO reassures that there is a 10 year plan for the DCEU. And I believe this because in my research, well, mostly my my friend and some of my research, there is gonna be a dc studios finally like no one thought of that but anyway uh, <laughs> i did when i was in college wb they're gonna have a dc studio they show like all their studio heads and stuff dc is finally having their own thing they're gonna have their own thing so no one should be messing with that and the soft reboot to the entire dc is gonna start out with black adam which is a weird thing it's very weird Especially since Black Adam was conceived and filmed before this 
whole that's debacle. Be, that's that's going to be its soft reboot. But I have to imagine it's probably going to reference some stuff that we've already seen. And they better. So they're going to start with that. We still got Shazam. And kind of like a little, it's not a segue. It's more of like a sidebar. Um, they caught uh, Ezra Miller when he was on the run. Uh, no pun. Yeah, ever. he's been charged with a uh, uh, felony, uh, like burglary or yeah. something like that. So I kind of want to make this joke here or share this joke, um, even though I do think uh, mental health is a thing. And I'm going to still mention that. But this joke that my my friends, so we were texting and my cousin goes, hey, yo, did you hear that they caught the flash? And he puts a picture of Ezra Miller. And then my friend goes, nah, we didn't we don't we didn't hear anything. And my friend's like, yo, how'd they catch him? And we just started laughing. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, that's so funny because it's like. It's not even like a planned thing, but it was just so funny. But anyway, uh, oh my look, I'm happy they caught him in the sense that I wonder what's going to happen now. If you guys have listened to us before, um, and we did talk about Ezra Miller and his, um, I guess, mental illness or mental issues, I hope that someone is out there looking out for him. Um, I do still stand by that studios, no matter what part of the country you are, are, are in, Bollywood, whatever, Hollywood, you need to take care of your actors because they become someone else every time they're in a movie. And I, and people say acting is easy, but it's not. I, yes, you're, you're in a sense lying to your viewers because you're playing someone else, but that's changing your psyche every time. That's why they have to take a moment of seclusion. Like, uh, I remember John Berntal for Punisher, he, to, to prepare for the role, he stayed away from his wife and kids or kid. I forget how many kids, children he has, but he stayed away from just to prepare for the role. Now he had to reacclimate to being with his family. I know that's not easy. So I feel like big studios need to take care of their um, actors by giving them mandated uh, therapy sessions. Yeah, and like this guy, I was listening to an an interview with um, what's the guy's name from Get Out? The main guy, he's in Black Panther also. The main, you mean the actor that he was in Nope? He's in Nope. Daniel, yeah, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, I was listening to to an interview with him, and he says that every time like he's done filming, he goes away. That was with uh, J- uh what's his name, Trevor Noah? I think I saw the same. Interview. I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that he just goes away. He goes on vacation for like two weeks to or something like that. To become himself again. Yeah, just to, to get his mind right, to become himself. So, you know, actors really do need help. It's not, you know, we see them on the screen and we see like the funness or the coolness of it all. But there is a, there is a toll that it takes on these people and we need to respect that. And studios should be more cognizant of what they're putting their employees through. Exactly. So, but yeah, that that was a little news. sidebar on that. But they caught him in a. But yeah, good news for DC. Happy to see them get their own studios. I mean, they are twelve years too late. But I mean, hey, well, finally, twelve years too late. But it's better late than never. So yes. So hopefully, we'll start seeing these things just get cranked out in a good way, right? They did also say that they're going to be planning for ten years at a time. Yeah. 
they've adopted the same kind of structure that Marvel has. And the CEO also said that they're not going to just name, oh, like this is going to come out and not have a script. Yeah. Like I, that was yeah. the thing that annoyed me the most because they would say things are going to come out. And we didn't we, like, I remember back in college, they announced Cyborg, but then this issue with Cyborg yep. and WB Entertainment slash media, I forget. Like there are a lot of things that they kept saying they're going to make. And it's like, like stop, you know, what's the word? Seeing counting your eggs before they hatch. Is that the term? Is that the phrase? Yeah. 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 So they got to stop counting your that. chickens before they hatch. Exactly. So I'm happy that they're aware of that. Yes. Um, now moving towards Paramount, Sonic Three gets a date of yeah. December twentieth, twenty twenty four. Quattro. So now, do you think we're going to see the titular Doctor Ivo Robotnik Eggman return as Jim Carrey in the form of Jim Carrey? Honestly, I don't even want to speculate because all I'm okay. Spoiler alert. There's the pause. Um, I just want to see Shadow. So. dude it's gonna be fantastic to answer your question i'm a little nervous about it because he does hold a movie together like the movie like if you hold a movie without him i can see it passing yeah but he he is the star of the the, like like live action wise he is the star i mean even in the video game universe you gotta remember eggman is the guy right the guy yeah he's the whole region shadows around like he's he uses him as a weapon like you know he he uses knuckles in the beginning like he's always the one going after yeah. sonic and as you go further into the sonic catalog like there's other stuff that happens like in what secret of the seven rings yeah. or something like that oh and God. dark knight and colors and you know we, we all these different sonic games you know eggman isn't there but in the mainline sonics you know it's always been eggman you know he's the one. Unless they decide, like, look, they say they're not what they're not going to recast him with this character. Jim Carrey's always Jim be, Carrey. He's always going to yeah. be there that 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 character. But if they decide to, I don't know, play with the 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 lore and give him a grandfather or not a dad, more of a grandfather, and instead of Robotnik, it's because they they change the name Eggman. Unless the Eggman is part of the name, if they start to give him a, a grandfather and he was like in the same position as shadows just cryogenically frozen yeah and that's a a a kind of cheating uh not a cheating but a loophole to recast him so he still exists yeah because it was his grandfather that created yeah shadow ivo robotnik is his real name the the like actual statement is that ivo robotnik is his real name and eggman is a nickname that sonic and friends give him to make fun of him yeah so, yes, I can see that being a thing, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that at all to I see Eggman, someone in that, and and I want to, I don't know who is like Jim Carrey, but in some sort of Jim Carrey uh, caliber. The whole, I, I wouldn't even mind if this, if the grandfather, if this serious. is a thing, yeah, it was more serious, and we can have a more rotund Eggman, and like it'll fit more of the classic robotnik that we've seen in the past so i i wouldn't mind that at all i think that's a great way to do that i would be down for that too but then we get into the more serious part of it because the, the movies are still comedic and again they're still for kids so i think yeah. they're gonna stay with this the, the comedic route now nah, we gotta we gotta cut this for kids stuff man like i want 
the only way to not have humans in the next one, I want a terrible massacre to happen on camera. Jesus. Like, I want to see Sonic's adopted human parents just sliced to shreds. Oh my God. I, want, I want Shadow to come in with a gun and just... Okay, let's, let's execute. take it back a notch. We talked about <laughs> a lot of things when it comes to pol- uh, politics about gun- holding firearms and stuff. Are you trying to give a hedgehog a gun? I mean, he have, had it in the game. Yeah, but he doesn't have the license for it, though. <laughs> he doesn't need it. And that's the problem but, with America. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just happy we're getting a third oh, one. Yeah. I was a fan of the first two, so I'm super happy that we're getting yeah. this, uh, that we got this one. The date. second one really held it up. Like, the, the second one was, was all right. Awesome. Like, it was, like, it was passable, but this one, like, jumped it up a notch. Yeah, for sure. And then moving into our last bit of news coming from Marvel, Rosario Dawson accidentally did a little faux pas Mm -hmm. and let slip that Johnny Bernthal is reprising his role as Marvel's Punisher. Called it, and I'm happy. Yeah, like, honestly, and to be honest, we did talk about a show, but I do like the fact that he could just exist in people's shows, just like how... Daredevil, oh, for yeah. those who haven't seen the trailer of She-Hulk, Daredevil shows up at the end in a new suit. If you guys are familiar with the red and yellow suit, it looks pretty dope. A lot of people miss the old suit. I I would have liked to see more of the red suit because I feel like we didn't get enough of it. Because if you've seen the third season of, of Daredevil in Netflix, it was mostly the bad guy wearing it. But that's neither here nor there. I would like to see Punisher just show up in people's shows. And it could just cross-platform, across, well not cross like cross-shows. I'm sure Daredevil will don the red suit again. It's too iconic for him to just go yellow and red for the rest of it. But I do, you know, they have confirmed that She-Hulk is going to have a lot of cameos from throughout the Marvel Universe. So, yeah, so I can see her representing Punisher at one point. If the show is not good, she needs to just make cameos from now on. But if the show is good, make more shows. Um, cause look, For like sure. you can, you can have your staple shows. You can have the shows that did well. So you have daredevil, which he's, he is confirmed having his own show. Jessica Jones also was a good series. She can have her own show again, but then it was very grim. So I don't know if how they're going to work that. Maybe she can just show up as a cameo as well. Punisher as well, because I'm thinking of like, because of grimness, they're not going to have their own show. Again, we did talk about in our last uh, episode, make it, uh, have parental uh, controls, which it's we're in 2022 you can make parental controls we have parental control for years like years since we were babies and me and justin are 90s babies so yeah um what do you think like do you think they should have their own shows or depending on certain characters so depending on the character um i do think punisher could carry his own show jessica jones i watched her show on three uh netflix no Oh. I watched first two seasons. Oh, okay. But I wasn't in love with it. I watched it because it was Marvel content. Mm-hmm. And it was the only Marvel shows, you know, at the time. I only I liked season one more than one. I did enjoy season one more, but she wasn't my favorite. Okay. Um, Daredevil was my favorite um, out of all the shows. It probably would have been. I never saw Punisher, so it was Daredevil. Then but you haven't, Luke Cage. You haven't seen Punisher? Mm-mm. What? Joseph. 
So Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. Like that's how it would go. Iron for Fist me. is in your list. Why is he even in there? <laughs> I don't even know why you put. I thought you were even going to mention it, but you put it on the list, even though it's in last place. It should not even be on the list. But um, I I don't know. I don't think I would love to see a um Heroes for Hire show with Luke Cage and Iron Fist together as a buddy cop thing. Oh, Make it a little yes. campy. Yes. That will work for Disney. Like, look at that. Disney, are you listening to this? Did you hear my man's Justin? He just created a show for you. And then I could, I would love to see Jessica Jones tag teaming with She-Hulk. I think they could work together really well. Two females, two leads, and have Jessica Jones. It it would honestly be kind of like Law and Order. Jessica Jones would do the street level investigating, and then She-Hulk would do the She would be the ones that can't, she can't, she could circumvent the law when She-Hulk can. Exactly. So I think it could work that way. It would be the She-Hulk series, and then um, Jessica Jones could show up and kind of help her, you know, investigate some some stuff. I like that. The buddy cop thing was, I hit the head on the nail on that, because like... Heroes for Hire. I don't understand why we haven't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, because like... I don't... And the only time I believe that they met was the Defender show. Other than that, because yeah. they really tied Jessica Jones and Luke Cage together because, you know, mm-hmm. they actually, in the comics, they have a kid together. I don't know what's changed mm-hmm. in, in current states of comics, but I know they have a kid together. I do at one point, this is just me as a nerd, I want Jessica Jones to be able to fly because she can, not just jump really high. Luke Cage <laughs> as a show was great, but if they just decide to pivot to a Heroes for Hire show, they would have to explain what happened in the end of uh, Luke Cage. Kind of like, kind of tell the backstories of both characters, see what happened. Just kind of just tie up that, the end of those series, and then mm-hmm. just be like, okay, going forward, they have their own show. Because Luke Cage became a, basically a boss at yeah. the end of season two, which season two was pretty weak, um, at maybe at, around the ending of that. And then in Iron Fist, it seemed like it was going to get better from the horribleness. It, and, it, a man, and again, it was, this show was rushed. It was rushed. Yeah. I'll agree. But the way it ended, it looked like uh, Iron Fist finally got a... He was mimicking a, an other, another Iron Fist who had guns, who was able to basically infuse his bullets with, I guess, mm-hmm. the Iron Fist matter. With the with the, like, power, the magic. Yeah. That's what it was. And one thing I want to see, which I love that they did mention, we're kind of going offhand here. Iron Fist, I'm, he saw... Danny Rand, he saw uh, old footage of an old Iron Fist using both glowing finger hand, fingers. Glowing mm-hmm. hand. So I was like, oh, I hope to see more of that. And I, I would... I don't want to see this anymore where it's just like a fist. Because that's when he does it, that's all he can do. He can't open his hand. We've never seen yeah. that. So like, I thought it was very weird. It, it felt like when he does that, that's the only way it works. And that is it. And the martial arts need to work. But then again, the sh- it was the show running for that show. So, yeah. yeah so I, I think, you know, happy that, to hear that John Birdall is coming back as Punisher. And I do think that there are spaces for these characters to return. Yeah. And to return in a good way. Like, in all honesty, they could just make, they could pick up Luke Cage's story and just be like, he's the boss now, right? He's one of the bosses. And he hires Iron Fist to be his right-hand guy, and then now they're heroes for hire going around doing stuff. Actually, he did show up at season two. Like, it's it's possible to do these things and still show some sort of, like, respect for their old mediums. Yeah. 
100%. So, yeah, I, th- I think we can see some stuff happening. But uh, I agree. Leaving TV and movies behind and moving on to video game stuff, I do want to just mention really quickly that Splatoon 3 is getting a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Now, this is going to suck for everyone hearing us when this goes live, because we will go live on the 11th? Yes. Yeah, so we'll be live the 11th. The Direct was yesterday for everyone listening. So their direct will be August 10th, 6 a.m. for Pacific time, 9 a.m. for uh, Eastern time. So it will be a dedicated Nintendo Direct around Splatoon 3. We haven't gotten too much information in the last couple months just because we got the, the teaser trailer and then that was really it. So anyone interested in that, go take a look. It'll be on YouTube, official Nintendo channel. You can just watch it there. Home. Another game, Multiverses. You know, we covered this many months times. ago. Many, many. Episodes. Yeah, and now ever since that, we're getting these, like, nuggets of information every so often. So now we're seeing that, you know, it's been in open beta with testing and stuff like that. Multiverses hits 10 million users before launch. What a freaking gem. You know what's crazy? I was gonna, before we started recording, because I was like, oh, I might have time. Because I had started to download it, but then when I turned on my PS5, it didn't download. So I was like, oh, I can't talk more about it. But um, I only hear good things. Yep. I will share this link in the in the in in our bio or in our, when you guys are listening to this. Um, there was this skit uh, from this guy, and you know who he is, uh, Mighty Keith. He does skits where he plays like game studios or games or whatever. So like each game he represents, like he represents, uh, I think it was like uh, Nickelodeon or something like that. And there was like another one like Brawlhalla. Mm-hmm. And then you see uh, Multiverse playing the game itself, right? He's playing the game. And I was like, oh, it's really dope, man. Like, that's cool. It's like, welcome to the group. We can all be like, like all these other fighting games. And then all you see is Smash just peeking his head out. And he's like, oh. It's it, oh, yeah, this game is all right. It's not that great, and then Smash <laughs> the backs out like oh, all right, and then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play my own game over here, and then Smash goes <laughs> like, hey man, what, how's it going? Like, I'm butchering the whole thing. You should see the the skit, but Smash sits down and he's like, oh yeah, it's not a bad game, and then they just start competing about what their um, games could do, and then he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. what's his like down B, and he's like, you mean down X because this is not Nintendo, <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> but it was really funny. It was, it was like it, it makes it's a feel good funny uh, skit. You should guys check it out. Um, but I only hear good things about multiverse. Once we're done recording, I'm gonna like pop in in like maybe thirty minutes of playtime because um, my PS4 is humming right now. I mean PS5. <laughs> like it's it's crazy because it it already has like a crazy tier list. Like I've been seeing it all over the place. Yeah. Like uh they already have like you know the pro players and stuff and they're playing as like the s tier characters mm-hmm. are batman bugs bunny finn from adventure time harley quinn and tom and jerry mm. so those characters have already kind of like solidified their awesomeness in this game and you know they have announced also that they're going to be continuously updating with new characters and stages so 
this is just it's just going to keep getting bigger and better thing that's going to topple smash because if you think about it they have a lot of property i think they've they're not dumb and they came out in the right way they came out in an area where there's kind of like a fighting game drought right the last fighting game was the nickelodeon one it was like made waves just because of the characters but there's a lot of work that they still need to do with that and then we haven't gotten we haven't gotten the uh, Street Fighter Six yet. Oh yeah, that hasn't so we're yet. still waiting on that. And then after that, we're gonna like we we don't know when the next Smash is coming out. So they've come out in the perfect area. They have all these different properties that is gonna make them great, and they're just gonna continuously evolve and drop new content. They they came out out of fantastic time i think they're gonna be around for a little bit mm. i don't know if they'll dethrone smash but they'll be around for a while and i think they'll be a pretty heavy contender yeah they they have the uh clout smash is just a staple like when you buy a nintendo console you have to get it it's more like one of those things what else we got do we have for anything else oh yes we do yeah so we also have and this last this last topic here is I guess for it's for someone like a, like we like to say it's for, it's for yeah. someone it's not for us but it is for someone so it's come out that almost 99% of all Netflix subscribers don't play their games game downloads are growing but extremely slowly and you may sit there and be like wait Netflix has games and I'm like yeah they do I when I thought that the Netflix games were like the shows that let you choose like certain things, but no, these are game games. Yeah. So originally it was like that. And then they started actually producing like Indie flash games. games. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, so in this article, but from uh, the verge, which uh, also they have a disclaimer on their article on this, that they do have a show coming out on Netflix, which talks about the future of technology, which I'm stoked to watch. Uh, that was a random plug that I don't even work for. Um, but the, you know, it's crazy because a lot, Netflix did lose a lot of subscribers. So I can understand why it's taking so long because it is going in an upward direction. They are gaining more, I guess, players, but yeah, it is all directed to Apple iOS, uh, Apple's arcade, uh, store and Google's Google play store or Android stores. Mm-hmm. So every time you like select about buy these games or subscribe however you get things. I wouldn't know because I've never played them. It will direct you there. So it kind of ties into the mobile aspect of it. So it's more mobile gaming, which if, if, if you Google it, you can see all these indie games. Honestly, I think it's pretty dope they're getting into the game, but I'm wondering if this is like, uh, what's the word? Not combating, but kind of going up against like our, uh, Apple's arcade. Like what other indie platforms are there besides Apple arcade? Or just the mobile Steam, maybe? There, I I think that they would be stupid to do that. I don't think that they are. Um, like, I've seen these, like, when I'm browsing through Netflix or, like, you know, swiping through the categories. It'll be one line, and it'll say, like, Netflix gaming, and it'll show off, like, the Stranger Things game. on your game. phone or on TV? Uh, that's my question. I've seen it on both. Okay. I've seen it on my phone, never on the TV. So, and, and you know, it'll highlight, like, Stranger Things, the video game or whatever, whatever season they have. I just think it's a thing to help with their properties. I know that they have a couple of random ones like 
They have some racing games. I'm sure they have some weird, like, out of left field stuff. But I, I, I don't know who this is for. It's they for can't, someone. It's for someone. They can't compete with Apple Arcade. They can't compete with just mobile gaming as a whole. This is just kind of like added bonus, right? This is like you have Amazon Prime, right? And you, you get the the free Audible book a month. This is what that is. It's yeah, it is. It sounds like, but yeah, because Netflix is trying to build their portfolio, and they really. And I remember back when I was like pre high school when Netflix barely had anime, and I watched all the anime I can just to like rate them, and then yeah. see that. Netflix sees my ratings as like, oh, we mm-hmm. want anime. But now anime is, one, is up there when it comes to anime content. Oh, yeah. And I believe the head of Funimation, or I believe maybe Sony of that department, of the anime department, doesn't want Netflix honing in on anime stuff because they just slap. And I agree, Netflix just slaps the Netflix original logo on there like it's original. Like, no, no, they made this first. But I remember Amazon had a show called Vinland Saga. And it's an anime from Japan, and that's where they do it. But it's on Netflix now, which is a little shocking. But I don't know if they put the logo on it. But yeah, they're just basically, yeah, there's no logo on it. But they're they're trying to get uh, expand their portfolio. And we'll see what happens. It's growing. It's not going down. It's just slowly growing. Yeah, you know, they're just they're doing things to be relevant and to give their subscribers extra, you know? I can't imagine that they're ever going to have like, like a Not hit. A war. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like even something like super meat boy or whatever, like it's, it's never going to be like that on yeah. there. But I mean, it is also like the never say never thing, right? You know, who knows? Uh, the next best indie game could be a Netflix exclusive. And then yeah, because of it'll how blow up. popular uh, squid game was. And there, the fact that there is going to be a game based off that, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be by Netflix. I, I didn't I have to do my research on that. Well, it's a game show, yeah, and it's going to oh, be on a Netflix. Game show. That's what it was. It's a game show, not yeah. a game. But they, they can do it. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I mean, it's you never know. And then with the properties that Netflix has, they can spin off and make good games, like if they have good studios. But And then get into, like, the... Not the console wars, but put their games in the consoles, like the main big three. Yeah. Xbox, PlayStation, and yeah, they can they can add to like digital libraries and stuff. I mean, they might the easiest one I'm assuming would probably be like Steam, and then they can make their way outwards. Because I can but, see like you're on like your console right on Netflix, mm-hmm. and then you just play the game, and it takes you to the oh straight to the game. Yeah, that'd so be you smart. Can see that. Yeah. They're probably listening to us, and they're like, "Yeah, that's just jotting notes." Yeah, if you, if they can figure out how to stream it, like right there, if you just click it, and the game will start playing, then there's no barrier of entry. Because it does, they do that on mobile, so I can imagine they can, yeah. they can easily do it there. But yeah, it's for someone. So it's for someone, yes. <laughs> so with that, that'll be the end of our show this week. Before but, we go, don't forget. I was gonna say it, it's been a year. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I jumped the gun. It it'll be a year at another time. At another time. At another time. So then I and yeah, I have announcements. We we are heading to our one year anniversary. Uh before we go, as always, please like, share, subscribe, chat us, DM us. 
do all the things, listen to the episodes. Um, it, it really does help to grow our audience. True, true, true. We are everywhere that pods are casted, all over the place. Spotify is probably our big one, but we're also on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Yes, rate us if you can. If you can rate us anywhere, give us a thumbs up. Yes, that would be fantastic. Or a thumbs down if you don't like us. Tell us what you don't like. Yeah, tell us what you don't like and we'll try and fix stuff. If you hate our voices, we'll keep talking and change them. And in terms of our one year anniversary, we do want to announce that we are trying to do our very first live stream through Twitch. We'll have some more information as we get closer but we are going to be streaming uh, like our recording session. So we're going to record the episode live through Twitch. And if it goes well, maybe we'll continue doing it. We can have some audience participation. Um, but like I said, we will have more information as we go. And I think that that does it for this time around. I think we're good here. It does. So as always, guys, be safe. Love each other. We love you. One piece. <laughs> I'm Jay Justin Ruiz. I'm Jay Jeremy Francois. And we'll see you on the next one. Laters.